Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What's up? What's up? What's up? You tuned in. To 560 KLZ. KLZ. I'm a United. I'm a United. I'm your host, Reggie Rocco. Yeah. KLZ. Yeah. 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 So right about now, we want everybody, I mean everybody, stand up. Stand up. Hold your hands up high. Lock arms. This is about America, baby. Yeah. We bringing people together. I'm a United. KLZ, I'm United's Reggie Rocco. It is cold outside. And uh, guess what, Luke? I have somebody in this um, studio, besides my boy Anthony, who's just continuously promoting you. <laughs> it's a superstar that actually is responsible for me even being on the air, all the way back to I'm a Trumpster. And, you know, I, my nickname for her is Kim the Great. And Kim, welcome to the show. I'm glad you're here. Oh, Reggie, it's great to be here with you and Anthony, so thank you. It's an honor for us. Thank you. Oh, yeah, definitely. So what's going on? I know, uh, you know, I, the last week, Anthony, after the show, I looked at Kim, and she looked at me with this look, and I was like, uh-oh, what did I do? <laughs> and she said, uh, we got some things, I got some things I need to discuss, blah, 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 blah. We got to, you know, I'm coming on your show. I said, yes, ma'am, yes, ma'am. Oh, I did not do that. <laughs> she just pushed her way <laughs> through the door said, and everything. This, when she said jump, I say how high. I you know what I'm saying? That's all it is. Not. Whatever she say, go. Security. You know? Sec- I security. said, Reggie, I've done a voter's guide on the issues. Would you like me to come on and talk about it? Okay, she's always so honest, yo. He never twists it; she's straight out. So, what's going on though? Because I see a big. You see the size of this notebook? That's a big binder. That's it, a it big is. binder, this yo. This is uh, the research that we did on the statewide issues and some of the local issues. And Reggie and Anthony, back in two thousand, I well before that, I would get my ballot, and we knew who the candidates were because you know they're all over the airwaves. But then I get my ballot, and there were all these questions, and I had no idea about them. So in 2016, we decided to do a voter's guide for We the People. Nobody pays us to do this. Um, we are taking contributions, and I'll tell you, people are really supporting us on that, and I thank As all of they them should. for that. But uh, we don't have interested parties coming in trying to get us to say one thing or another. I look at this, and I say, what is best for We the People? 
And so we analyzed all 11 of the issues that are on the statewide ballot, as well as some of the local issues that hopefully you can use that as a template. Mm -hmm. Uh, And people can get the complete analysis by going to my website and putting, that's Kim Munson, M-O-N-S-O-N.com. Put in your name and your email, and Zach will send over a couple of links. We actually even did audio on some of those for people. that's cool. Uh, Yeah, and on each of those issues. And then some of the local issues that hopefully you can use those as a template as you're looking at your ballot. One one of the things that I noticed, I lived in Florida for a very long time. I moved to Colorado in 2014, and I was very impressed when I got out here and got the the blue book that told Uh me everything. But what I found very quickly is that there's a lot of stuff missing from this book and details about these laws. So I'm very happy that you do what you do. Well, interestingly enough, Anthony, I think the blue book is somewhat politicized. It's put together by the, leg- I think, the Legislative Council, and they, they take uh, information for, for the pro, and the pro is always going to be uh, getting their information in there. But the con, the you have to know that you have certain timelines to get that information in there. And then there's something uh, s- uh, smaller that the local election each county sends out, and that is, it's called the gray book, but it's not really gray, but it is... Um, <laughs> I guess sometimes they, they print it on gray paper, hence the name. But this is all the tax issues, so each county sends those out. And uh, uh, I, I didn't mean to, Reggie and Anthony, but I, I created a, a rather brouhaha on this because I submitted against comments on the extension of the Douglas County uh, um, open space tax, which you, we need to now call it what it really is, government-owned land. Yep. And Ooh. then also a no on the two Douglas County school district uh, questions, one a mill levy override and another on uh, in doubling the debt. And so a couple of different reporters did a CORA request to find out who submitted those. And then some pieces appeared in some of these publications that it was me. Really? Yes. Well, that's good. That's great, actually. <laughs> so with with all this research and everything that you're doing, um, question, how do you think the elections are going, uh, you know, midterms? what? How, how long is midterms? A couple, what, a week? It, it, yeah, we're at November 8th. We're almost there. Yeah, so it'll be, it's there. a week from uh, Tuesday. Tuesday. How are you feeling about uh, overturning polis and all of that stuff? And actually, in reference to voting as well, or, or how are you feeling on uh, the fraud issue? Like, you know, are we going to be able to get our votes counted or... You tell me how you feel about that. Well, I'm deeply concerned about election manipulation is what I'm calling it. There's legal manipulation, and that is with all these mail-in ballots flying all over the state. Uh, And we have not cleaned up our voter rolls. So that is actually uh, legalized manipulation, I think, Reggie. (sighs) You think we'll be able to get polis out? I don't know for sure. I know there's a lot of people that are working really, really hard. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had Rick Turnquest on the show earlier today. He's done an essay that's at my website, Vote Republican. And I actually asked him, I, I, there's some Republicans I'm having a hard time pulling the lever for because they're, they're really kind of standing on the other side of the aisle. Mm-hmm. But he's really making the case to vote Republican. And then we watch these people, hold them accountable and that does make sense. Yeah, we, we got to vote Republican, but once you get into uh, the office and you don't do what you say you're going to do, it's got to be hell to pay. 
I just don't know how much longer we can say we just got to vote Republican. Let the guys into the office and have them fail us. When are we going to be able to say, you know what, we're we're creating some other parties or there's got to be another answer. There has got to be another answer. And and to that point, I've struggled with uh, Joe O'Day because three things. There was an article in Time magazine recently where he said if he was elected to the Senate, he would have voted and supported the Infrastructure Act, which is basically the Green New Deal. And and one of the things I had Lauren Fix on the show, and she's the car coach, by, I want to say, like 2028 in that bill, apparently every new car after that will have basically a breathalyzer on it. And so you won't be able to drive your car if you if if well uh, that that's supposed to be for people who have DUIs and been convicted already and they're out and they're going through their program uh, probation. Uh, my friend was a he, he. Let's put it like this: he drank a lot at the clubs and he got DUI after DUI. It didn't matter. He went to jail. None of that stuff stopped him. So obviously he had to get help. Number one, but they actually took his car and made him go to this shop, and this shop that works for the, the, the city installs these breathalyzers. And so he can't go anywhere. You're talking about Dayton with a breathalyzer? Nah, that's not happening. You know, <laughs> and it's serious because, and, and, and I have a girlfriend that's a friend that the same way, she was busted after coming out the club after work. <laughs> we'll leave it at that. But you know how they get around that? They have, they, somebody else. they have somebody else blow. Oh yeah. yeah. Are you serious? Like yeah. that? That is serious. But so now they're trying to put install those on everyday people. Mm-hmm. Nah, I'm not yeah. going for yeah, that. Yeah, and we all know that you know drunk driving is horrible. Right. Let's, let's be real. But that's not the only problem out there with driving. So you have people that are taking pills. You have people that are doing exactly. all sorts of other drugs. Exactly. And they're just what? What are they going to accomplish with this? They're going to crush all of our rights to solve a t- minor problem in the grand scheme of yeah. things. Yeah. So. So it, just think about the cost of what that's going to be. Oh, yeah, that's going to be. And, and then the fact of uh, BMW, now they walk that back, but they were going to have a subscription service in some of their new cars that uh, you would have to pay the subscription to have your um, seat heaters uh, work. And uh, people uh, <laughs> really, there was a big blow, blowback on that. But, but the thing that we should be so concerned about is that they can do it. Somebody needs to tell Biden he wants to go after junk fees. Tell him that BMW needs to, he needs to uh, go after oh, junk oh, BMW. Oh, <laughs> this is not Reggie. I did not say that. Um, but with that situation, it does cost a lot of money because it was breaking them and somebody else is getting rich. So is it going to be a middle? Is it a third party in the middle if this happens, which I, I don't think it could it be will. interested parties. So, but anyway, I was concerned because Joe is on record in Time Magazine saying that he would support that. He's also on record in Time Magazine saying that he would have uh, supported the um, I call it the Economy Reduction Act, but the Inflation Reduction Act. And then also, he said that he would have codified Roe v. Wade at the federal level when the Supreme Court just ruled that it's the state's issue. So, I've struggled with that. But Rick has convinced me. Vote Republican. Well, um, it's interesting. Uh, O'Day's people uh, contacted me, and they were like, "Hey, we got to get him up on the show," and blah 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 blah. I was like, "Okay, you know, hey, um, you know, you got to be, you got to be impartial, right?" But yeah, I'm here. I'm not hearing too many good things about this guy. Uh, I don't know him, but obviously, if Kim says, you might as well check it. 
Check well, no, no, no. I, I'm not saying that. I'm saying we do need to vote for him. Yeah. But once he gets in office, because you're saying, Reggie, that we need to hold them accountable to what they said they were, would do. Yeah. We have to let him know that we disagree with that. Right. And so we need to get him into office and then, and then address that. Hey, we got Casper on, on, on the line. You want to you merge him in real quick? Casper, are you there? I am here. Uh, what's up, buddy? Hey, hey. Hey, hey, we got, hey, we got great people on today. We oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, you know how we do it. Uh, what's going on, man? What, what do I owe the pleasure of this call? What do you got to say? <laughs> well, I love the conversation. Uh, I'm voting straight Republican. I'm holding my nose for some candidates, but at the end of the day, we can hold them accountable after we get them in. But that R behind their name uh, helps us do some other things. So, you know, it's, it's kind of a no-brainer when it comes to Bennett. He needs to get it out. Anyway, I'm calling because um, on the 2nd of November, we're holding a Black Voices for Heidi and Danny event. It's going to be, be a meet-and-greet and, greet and uh, Q&A. This is history in the making, guys, because no Republican has been bold enough to actually have an organization like Black Voices for Heidi and Danny actually support them in their efforts to win uh, to win their race. Uh, when, where is this going to be and when? It's going to be uh, in Aurora. It's going to be at the Ethiopian Church in Aurora. The address is, is on the RSVP once uh, people go through that process. Um, and uh, it's going to be at 6 p.m. on Wednesday evening in Aurora. And we're looking for all people with a whole bunch of melanin in their skin to show up <laughs> to support <laughs> to support Heidi and Dan. It's open to everybody, but you know, the more melanin, the better. It's a melanin party. Why the? Are you being racist, Casper? <laughs> no, leave that for me. Leave that for me. Sorry. <laughs> why? Why the Ethiopian? Why the Ethiopian church? Uh, because the Ethiopian community has endorsed Heidi and Danny. Oh, okay. And yeah, so they are very. Uh, most of them are registered Republicans. That, that is um, correct. My ex-girlfriend is the Ethiopian. Yeah. Yeah, they're tired of the Democrat foolishness, so they're on board, and we need to get the rest of the community on board, and that's why we're holding this event. It's not just for conservatives or Republicans. We want to invite anyone and everyone in the community to show up, um, you know, but we want to showcase the SPARK plan, which I've talked about on your show before. We want to showcase the SPARK plan and showcase the support that, you know, that we have for uh, Heidi and Danny uh, as they round the corner to a finish and win this race against Poland. Hey, well, uh, don't hang up because uh, we got a couple of questions for you. This is, uh, we're going to go to break. 560 KLZ, I'm a Uniter. We'll be right back. This is KLZ 560, your home station. Alleviate the stress of not knowing what your child or children might be taught in public schools. Christian Home Educators of Colorado wants to help you take back control of your child's education. You don't trust the public school system, so put your children on the right path. And you can be reassured and confident in your child's education when you work with the Christian Home Educators of Colorado. 
They help you give your children the education that is customized education for them. And that is the best way for your child to receive the most out of their education. So give your children the best homeschooling education in Colorado. With over 30 years in homeschooling education, CHEC offers your children the structure and the Christian education they deserve. To learn more about Colorado homeschooling, visit chec.org. You've seen and heard a lot regarding the candidates who are running for office. Did you know that on your November 2022 ballot, there are 11 statewide questions, plus county, city, school district, and tax questions that affect your lives and your pocketbooks? Kim Munson here. We can help. My team and I have spent almost 200 hours researching, compiling, formatting, and publishing the Kim Munson Issues Voter's Guide for We the People. Go to my website, KimMunson.com. That's Kim, M-O-N-S-O-N.com, to request your copy. Be an informed voter, not an influenced voter. Your home, the safety zone, a place where you rest, invest, gather, grow, watch, and work. On KLZ, we seek to edify you at home with educational and entertaining programming. We handpick advertising partners to protect and improve your home. We serve as a second home where you can join a community of like-minded individuals. We are Crawford Media Group, and you're listening to KLZ 560, your home station. Ah, 560 KLZ, I'm United's Reggie Rocco. We got Kim the Great in here, Anthony, and of course, Luke, Luke. And we got Casper Stockman on the phone. So uh, we're going to go back, and I had Anthony, you're going to go first. You had a couple questions about his event that he's doing with Heidi and Danny, I believe. So uh, fire away. I was wondering, what kind of reception are you getting? Uh, what's what's the mood? How, how big the audience you're planning on getting over there? So we'll have... Uh 75 to 100 folks there. It'll be a mixture of, of people. We're not limited to melanin rich people. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's going to be anybody that you know wants to register. Of course, we're looking for people who support Heidi and Danny to show up. Um, people are coming up from Pueblo, Colorado Springs, coming down from uh, Fort Collins. So it's going to be a good uh, selection of folks. Um, Priscilla, Ron, and myself are going to be the moderators. We're going to be asking Heidi and Danny questions regarding the SPARK plan and, and their uh, thoughts on how we can enrich and uplift the communities of color. So that's what it's about. Um, this, this is not something new. Trump did it when he ran and won twice. Um, Youngkin did it when he ran and won. Carrie Lake is doing it in... Um, Arizona, and she is killing it in Arizona. So this is something that any Republican that wants to win over the community, and not just with words and you know some kind of platitude, right, right, with a plan, with uh, a solid plan to actually do something good. Go ahead, go ahead, Anthony. Man. I could see, I see I, a look in your face. Go ahead. Yeah, I, I'm. I love that you're doing this, man. But why? Why is this so late? Why? Why are we get late to the game? We've, got, well, we've had ballots out for so I, long, man. I wanted to see this a long time ago, Casper. You know I love you, man, but why? <laughs> you, you and me both, okay? So I've been working on this for 10 years, and Heidi has been the first candidate to actually embrace the concept. Um, she had not picked a lieutenant governor when I first talked to her about it, but we were working on it behind the scenes, and Danny came on. He loved it. He embraced it, and him and I have been 
refining it. So, unfortunately, in the in the world of reality, it just takes a little bit of time to get these kind of things in motion. I agree, though. It should have been in motion last year, right? Uh, um, you know, but last last year I was supporting Greg Lopez for governor, and when he lost the primary, I said, "Hey, let me reach out to Heidi," and lo and behold, she was very open to the to the uh, concept and. Yes, it's late, but better late than never. Kim? Um, boy, Casper, you know, you and I have known each other for a long time, and I think you alluded to it. I've been very frustrated uh, as I've looked from the uh, state GOP, uh, have had many opportunities over the years to reach out to the black community, to the Hispanic community, to the Asian community, to the Indian community, and there's been crickets, and that has been something that's been so frustrating to me, Casper. Yes. Well, you know, hey, when when I'm a Trumpster was in full, we had the whole state, the city, the country on fire, you know, and uh, so we've been trying to do this for a long time. So hopefully we'll get the right people and, and the right funding, because without funding, this is not going to go anywhere. You got to have funding well, to make this this happen. Yeah. And that's why it's so exciting for Heidi to um, embrace this because as governor, <laughs> it's over. I mean, you know, we'll be able to do some things in this state that, that have never been done before. The communities will start to rise up and, and, and be the best they can be uh, because they actually have a governor that cares. You know, the Democrats have been promising hope and change forever and ever and delivering absolutely nothing. So it's time for change. It's time for Heidi and Danny to get in there. Now, Danny and I are already we're already mapping out the areas that we want to focus on immediately um, once they're sworn into office. So this is not a, you know, this is not just an election stunt. This is us rolling up our sleeves and doing what all politicians should be doing anyway. Well, hey, if if, just, if that happens, exactly. I'll be I'll be great, I, and I'm glad you know I know you contacted me about you know coming on, joining the team, doing whatever we do. Um, but I am uh, I, if it has to happen right, it has to go it has to go down the right way. You know, I got a following, I got a serious following too, and and it's you know you spend a lot of time, a lot of money. Kim, Evie, you know, it's a lot of people that was involved with uh, with I'm a Trumpster, uh, Mr. Crawford, everybody was involved with. This, this movement so we have a, a, a powerful powerful backing is just that we have to get you know, the, the right person in office and then they have to actually do what they say they're going to do well well I'm going to be uh, I know Heidi's going to do it because she's going to be putting me in charge of it so, okay. that's no good to hear because I was just going to ask you you know you talk to Heidi a lot more than we do you feel confident that she's going to she's going to take take charge and 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 do the right thing when she gets in office right so you're gonna put it all on, on you're gonna you're gonna put all that on your shoulders, huh? Because I'm gonna come get you if I get if I don't get a call if we don't get if, they, if the team don't get a call. Oh my God, Casper, we're coming for you. Let, let, me, let me not over let me not overstate things. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, I, hear look, the, I hear the I hear the pedals backing. Hey, back pedaling. <laughs> hold on, Casper, know not, how to do it. I'm not the governor. And I'm not the lieutenant governor. However, however, I will be working on the team. Danny and I are already putting plans in motion. As soon as they're sworn in, Danny and I are going to get to work. Heidi's going to be governing the state, and Danny and I are going to be implementing this SPARK plan throughout the community. Good. So, yes, it is going to happen. Okay. All right. And well, we hey. Need all hands on deck. 
even the Trumpster needs to be there. <laughs> I'm a uniter, needs to be there. Okay. Uh, All right, I man. I, 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 I will tell you, I, I promise on the air that I will show up. I will definitely show up at this event coming up. All right, yeah, well, cool. so, oh, um, so they can go to Heidi, H-E-I-D-I-F-O-R-Gov.com, HeidiForGov.com. They can go to the events page and click on the event for November the 2nd, and that will take them to the RSVP. We need everybody to RSVP uh, you know, so we don't have any, uh, any folks trying to cause some issues. And um, once they RSVP, they'll get the address to the location. There will be security there. It better uh, be. And I'm going to be there. And Second Amendment will be there as well. <laughs> okay, cool, cool. How sad is it that that's what we have to do? Mm-hmm. But look, okay, guys, we're great, man. Thanks for calling in. And uh, I'll definitely, I'll, I'm, I'm going to hit you up after after the show, probably later tonight or tomorrow. And it definitely, it sounds great. Okay, sounds good. Appreciate you. All right, later. Thanks, Hasper. Um, Wow, Kim. Um. Where do you want to go from here? I know we have one other person in line, Matt, and two more people, but... Do you want to do that or... or? No, nah, let's go. They can wait for a second. Okay. Go ahead and... Uh, okay, well, let's uh, just... Um, my team, we probably have 200 hours into this. Okay. And our goal is is that you're informed voters, not just influenced voters. And uh, just very quickly, on your ballot information, when you get your ballot, there's amendments and there's propositions. And if it's an amendment like E... If it's a letter, that means that it was referred to the ballot by the legislature. If it's a number, then that means that it is on the ballot because of citizen initiative, which is where you sign the, those petitions when you're going in the grocery store, hardware store, whatever. And that's – I do caution people when people say to you, oh, just sign it and we'll get it on the ballot. Don't just sign it. Know what you're signing. Don't, right. give, your, don't give your signature away. And so do you want to jump in here on any of these before the callers, or what would you like to do? Go ahead, Anthony. Anthony was had I'm, some. Yeah, I'm excited to hear what you know. Some of your opinions on these. I, you know, there were some of these where, you know, the the ballot, like I was saying, the ballot book makes it look like I should vote yes, but then it's very clear after further research that I should say no. And I kind of want you to to elaborate on some of the stuff that you were finding in these different amendments. Okay. Do you want to go to anything in particular? You want to go in order? What would you got? Let's go in order. Yeah. Okay. Amendment D, and this is um, it's a House concurrent resolution. Uh, for a there's a new 23rd judicial district and this is basically just kind of bookkeeping housekeeping moving um, some of the judges that are in the 18th over to the 23rd and so we are a yes on that okay. seems like makes it makes sense. sense yep we want a judge in place okay next one oh, anthony reggie this was so difficult for me and this was amendment e yeah and this is the extending the homestead exemption to gold star spouses and it no. sounds so great no, can't be. I don't even like. Even, I don't even like how that sounds. But what it is is years ago there was uh, put in place uh, an uh, an exemption for um, seniors and then also disabled veterans regarding the first two hundred thousand dollars of their property tax valuation that they wouldn't have to pay property taxes on it. And first of all, what that means to me is that taxes are too high. And so this would actually extend this to the Gold Star Spouses. And as you know, with my work with veterans, America's Veterans Stories, I had two days of consternation on this because if they're ever going to get you, uh, and that's what they do is they they get people's sweet spot and then they use that. And and I realized that if taxes are too high for all these 
these folks, they're too high for everyone. And our military went to, went to war. They serve us, our veterans, because of the American idea. And the American idea is that we are all treated equally under the law. The law is to be impartial. So to start peeling out different people uh, is really headed more towards Marxism. And so therefore, I said, instead of lowering taxes just for this group, let's lower taxes across the spectrum. I have a... So it, it sounds to me like you're leaning towards a no because it exempts a certain group and not everyone. Exactly. Uh, the exemption for certain groups and not everyone under this principle of equality for all people. But if a law is inherently wrong morally, like property tax is, shouldn't it be our duty to peel that back as much as possible? Because there won't be a law that says reduce property taxes for everyone. That's not going to happen. I don't think that will appear anytime soon. So if that won't happen, shouldn't we instead do what we can for what's available? Great question, Luke. However, that's how we incrementally start to lose our freedom. So then inherently, you're saying, okay, property taxes. And when you start to peel people out, then if there is, and I, 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 there may be something on the ballot soon about reducing property taxes. I mean, that's a, that's a possibility. But when, when, when you start to incrementally go down their road, then it's difficult to pull, pull ourselves back. So let's, let's advocate to bring down property taxes, which is one of the reasons I am recommending no on many of these property tax increases for schools, fire district, whatever. So all your recommendations, you can go to your site and see what your recommendations mm-hmm. are? Okay, we'll get right back to the third one. One second. There's a guy on the, on the line, Eric. Eric, are you there? How are you, you great American? Yeah, can you hear me? <laughs> How you doing, buddy? Okay, big baby. Oh my God, this is so exciting. You, Casper, Reggie, uh, Luke, Kim, all at once. Ooh, this is a treat and a treasure. <laughs> I'm right. So. <laughs> I'm right there with Casper, and I'm bringing burritos just for you guys. Okay, remember. <laughs> Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> um, oh, my God. I want you guys to know on YouTube, every time you YouTube something, Kyle Clark is dogging the trash out of Jenna Griswold. Have you guys seen that? Really? Yeah, I, I have. Yeah, and I don't know how they got all those ads in there, uh, algorithms or whatever, because it seems like you know I'm getting these ads, but, yeah, I've seen it. And I've seen a ton of Polis uh, ads as well. I mean, I could be talking about under peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, and all of a sudden, you know, Polis ad comes up on YouTube. And Kyle Clark is just uh, fun. It's just, it, it, it's just, it's, it, I can't believe what I'm hearing. Uh, how he's dogging Jenna Griswold. That's, That's what I'm impressed with. Yeah. Wow. Absolutely. But um, it would be, and then uh, Reggie, I mm-hmm. had text Luke. Casper, I did my homework, and I had texted uh, Ellen Graham, and I texted Randy Corcoran, just got through texting him, and uh, hopefully, they'll, I know Ellen Graham, Casper, you know, is going to be there, for okay. sure. Great, great, great. Is Casper still on the line, Reggie? Nah, nah, he's out. Oh, okay, I know he's probably listening, so. You guys have a great weekend, and I hope to see you, and if, um, I need the RSVP as to how many burritos I'm going to bring to you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, man, you, you better bring a truck, man. Food. Bring a truck load full, yo. I need your bus, young man. Okay. <laughs> God bless you guys. I'll let you go. Appreciate right, you, Eric. Thanks, Eric. Thank you. 
Hey, when we get back, we'll, uh, we're going to go over these uh, amendments and votes and uh, registration and fraud and all that stuff with Kim Munson. So you guys hang on. Evie, I see you. Evie's on the line. We're going to breaks. Don't hang up. We'll be right back. 560KLZ. I'm Ian Nider. This is 560KLZ, your home station. According to research data collected by the Barna Group, a record number of pastors are currently in crisis and at risk of burnout. 42% of pastors have thought about quitting full-time ministry in the past year. This is a growing crisis for church leaders in America. Now is the time for the Christian community to come alongside their pastors to pray and support them. At blessyourpastor.org, we have a free list of 50 creative ways to bless your pastor a resource that has inspired thousands of Christians to show and share God's love. At blessyourpastor.org, you'll even discover how your senior pastor can receive a grant-funded $200 Amazon gift card and enter giveaways for vacations and retreats. Imagine the love your pastor will feel when they receive all the unexpected blessings from you and your church families. Get started and learn more at blessyourpastor.org. That's blessyourpastor.org. Hi, this is Annette Bybee. I am a single mom, a conservative slash libertarian, a lawyer, don't hold that against me, and a college professor. And every Sunday night at 9 o'clock, I talk of the Constitution, politics, current events, and American culture. I invite you to join me every Sunday night at 9 o'clock right here on KLZ 560 AM. We have such incredibly loyal listeners on KLZ. You faithfully patronize our advertising partners, keeping us on the air. They are grateful, and so are we. Thank you for listening. Thank you for calling and visiting our advertisers. Thank you for telling them you heard them on KLZ. We appreciate you. One, two, three, four. Ooh, five, six, KLZ. I'm United. Reggie Rocco, we're back. Uh, Anthony, Kim, uh, Luke, you guys are having a very, very uh, interesting discussion off air, and I think we need to go ahead and put that on air. So go so, ahead, Kim. Well, first question, I said, Luke, was I convincing on the question where I recommend no on the extension of the uh, property tax exemption for Gold Star Right, right. Okay. And, uh, and, and my response to that was uh, I didn't think it was super convincing because if the law itself is inherently oppressive, Shouldn't we be fighting to remove as many people under that oppression as possible? Uh, to which Anthony had a had a good counter to that as well. So my thought was that the the correct argument and correct solution here is to deal with the tax problem as a whole. And if you start pulling out the most sympathetic of groups, uh, then we as a whole we lose our ability to really argue as a whole and get things done because nobody's going to cry over me having to pay higher taxes, right? But if I have all these, uh, you know, all these other people surrounding me that are also abused by the tax system, we have a far better chance of trying to make some some changes. And now, if you know everybody's everybody's out of here, so uh, it's just me that's going to get oppressed. Gotcha. Yeah, I, I I like I like those uh, responses in tandem because my personal perspective, there shouldn't be property tax law in general. Period. Like, it it should be gone. Period. How founding fatherish of you, Luke. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, but I, uh, I definitely think I definitely think those are uh, very good arguments. Yes. Okay. 
Okay, Kim, go to your next one. Okay, the next one is Amendment F. It's regarding charitable gaming, constitutional amendment. It basically uh, seems kind of like freedom. It's, it's reducing some of the time. They have all these rule, rules and regulations. But as I looked at the, the measure, it actually says management can be paid, which I guess that's, that's cool. probably okay. That's but it right. says how much they can be paid. And I'm thinking, this is odd mm. for an amendment to the Constitution. Why are we legislating that? Yeah, and so I thought, eh, this Garbage. Throw it it's out. garbage. Yep. So I'm uh, no on Amendment F. Um, the next one, you want to go ahead and go to that? Or yeah, go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. <clears throat> Proposition FF, vote no. This is healthy meals for all public school students. Kim, it, doesn't that make us sound so heartless, saying no, let's wait, not wait, vote for wait, healthy wait, meals? Wait, for wait. all children. We, for no, all we, children. For all children. No, no, no grub? So... Go ahead, Kim, no, elaborate, because I know where you're going to go with this. Uh, yeah, I, I did my a, research into this point. Okay, I was very ahead. conflicted as well. <laughs> okay, go ahead, Kim. Okay, the first thing is out of the box is uh, they're not truthful, because when you actually look at, uh, let me just see which one here it is. It is uh, uh, school meals. This is the actual question right here, and it's, uh, let's see, it's 18 pages long. Whoa. So 18 wow. pages, and it says in there it's not for all children. It's for some children. So right out of the box, they're lying to us. And it's like, come on. Uh, so that's the first thing. But it puts in place, and, and let's bear in mind, because I have some friends that say, I do not want hungry children. And I get that. I agree. I don't right. either. Okay. But there's all kinds of programs already out there. True. That, uh, and so this is. I was on one. <laughs> well, and, Same. And, um, <laughs> you too, Luke? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, I had to get that free. And it it would work, right? It was nothing wrong with it, right? Oh, uh, I don't know. Once How was Mich- the food? Once Michelle Obama came in, the food was awful. I've, I have a story that I tell. I had a chicken sandwich that was just breading and no chicken inside. Wow. Totally hollow. Uh, it's yeah, it was kind of prison foodish. That's what you get with, <laughs> when government gets involved. The yeah. price goes up, supply goes down, quality becomes. Thanks, Michelle Obama. So Very she, cool. she did it. So she took your chicken sandwich. She took my your chicken, chicken sandwich. sandwich. Dude, it was messed up. <laughs> okay, but what this really does is it puts in place four new bureaucracies okay. that live off tax dollars, and those people that run those bureaucracies are not elected and they're unaccountable to the people. But then this is the this is the one, Anthony, that gets me. And, and Kim, I, Kim. I got this last year when I looked at that, you know, new marijuana tax for the children. It says, additionally, the department is authorized to seek and accept gifts, grants, and donations from public and private sources for these bureaucracies. This opens up the door for cronyism, and they take them outside the table limits so they can be out there shopping around for all these interested parties to be contributing to this i mean you talk about wow that I has to be don't no know what to say about that but that is a no state-funded mega corporations yay oh yeah <laughs> quid pro quo okay. 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 <laughs> okay. bloated uncontrolled government yeah let's sign me up yeah. okay <laughs> go ahead kim next okay one. next one is proposition gg it's an amount of tax owed table for initiatives and this is only if if you're a uh, taxes are going to be uh, a reduction in, in taxes. Uh, so what it would do is in the table, in the ballot, ballot question, mm-hmm. it would have this table of uh, several different um, uh, income levels and how that tax question would uh, inf- um, impact each of those different groups. Sounds like it's informing the voter. What could be bad with that? Except it's pushing people into different groups, Anthony. You knew the answer to uh, that, right? Good God. <laughs> GG, good God. That's a no. <laughs> uh, yes, and but anyway, the data that would have to be included in the ballot, guess what? 
it's being put together by the um, one of the offices in the legislature. So those politicians, bureaucrats, and interested parties would be the ones putting the numbers together. Yikes. What could wow. go wrong with that? Nah, nah. My vote's a no. You know, I'm going to just tell you right now. Nah, I'm not with that. Okay. We'll, we'll do a yes, and then I know you might want to get to Evie here. But that's Proposition 121. I'm a yes on the, the Amendment D on the judges, and I'm a yes on this. This is reducing the state income tax rate from 4.55% to 4.4%. I always love it when we reduce taxes. I'm a yes. Is that going to make, I'm, I'm a yes, but is that going to make a big difference? What does that equate? What does that, you know, what is a point, a hundredth, what is that? It, it does make a difference. And one of the reasons in Caldera over at Independence Institute ran this is because what happened in with the Trump tax cuts they got rid of some of the deductions on the federal level, and uh, but in doing so, they, they reduced the tax rates, so people, in essence, had more money in their pocket. Mm-hmm. But what the Colorado legislature did is they said that they are actually taking that you would have then a higher reported federal income tax, but you had uh, lower taxes to pay on that. But the Colorado legislature said it, we're going to take that number, and they didn't adjust. So that was an immediate tax increase. Hike, yep. Well, that was sweet of them. Yeah, it was very sweet of them. So this is this is trying to so correction to that. Correct that. Yeah. Well, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say no. I want more taxes. I want all the taxes you can give me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so can you, you heard it. You heard it here off. on here. Reggie wants hey, all of your taxes. We have fun on here. Off. We are joking. If uh, you uh, exist uh, in Colorado, Reggie's going to pay <laughs> your taxes. I'm getting everyone. muted. I'm getting muted. Uh, uh. <laughs> okay, let's do one more, and then we'll get okay. to Evie. And this is uh, the magic mushrooms one, access to natural medicine. And it's, uh, I said it's, uh, it's Proposition 122. It's complicated and convoluted. The actual text of the measure is 18 pages long. It sets, sets up a new bureaucratic program, unaccountable to the people of Colorado or the Colorado legislature within the Department of Reg- Regulatory Affairs. There's two things I really like about it. It includes informed consent, which is what everybody's been wanting over on the vaccine side. And it also assures efforts to protect participants' data on page six, which, again, we've been wanting to have our data protected. Interestingly, that's here. In a magic mushroom law. In a magic mushroom law. Mushroom. But I, again, I said I am deeply concerned the measure incentivizes the provision, and they're calling it natural medicine services, at a reduced cost to low-income individuals. Who's going to pay for that? Okay, first of all. And additionally, they will be doing, they can do PSAs to go out and say how, how great this product is, again, from, from, uh, from the program. But my, I said my deal breakers are on page 11. It reeks of cronyism. The Department of Regulatory Affairs may seek, accept, and expend any gifts, grants, donations, loan of funds, property, or any other revenue or aid in any form from the state, any state agency, any public so- uh, source, any private source, or any combination thereof. And then additionally, it takes uh, away local control. It states that uh, no locality can ban or completely prohibit the establishment of the operation of healing centers. Luke, what do you think of that? Hmm. Definitely very complicated. You're 100% correct. Uh, I like like the idea in principle. I'd like to see this on the ballot without so many extra steps, you know? (laughs) There you Uh, go. Because I'm all for 
freedom and it's like why are we banning what you can ingest in general like if you want to pop a lithium battery in your mouth you should be able to mm -hmm. probably not a good idea but mm -hmm. you know if it's not but you have to be responsible for right. that choice as well yeah if, it, if it's mm -hmm. not hurting anyone i say go for it uh all the extra steps just like we'll see if we can sneak some stuff in here mm -hmm. you know exactly. some poison pill they stuff. always do that on every every exactly bill, every and minute. i think they're trying to go after the millennial vote here but and but as they have put all this other stuff in here so we say no go back to the drawing board so wait so i'm, I'm going to clarify this uh you know how i gotta say it magic mushroom what is that don't you, you know what it is <laughs> you know what a magic mushroom is Reggie. you're not fooling anyone okay <laughs> it, it, is it legal right now maybe well, Depends I kind of swore there was a football player that, you know, ex-football player, Bronco player that has a farm growing magic mushrooms, if I'm not mistaken. I have no idea. I have no idea. Yes, uh, trust me. <laughs> <laughs> See, Reggie knows what a magic mushroom is. Uh, yeah, no, we got a no on that one. No. Okay. okay. You got No, let's do one more. Let's do one more. One more break than Evelyn. She, she, she listens all the time, trust me, so we're going to okay. open up for it. Proposition 123, It's uh, and this is the dedicated st state income tax revenue for affordable housing programs. We can use the word affordable once. It's subsidized housing. And uh, so it takes money that the state of Colorado already has, but it moves it over into this unaccountable, unelected, not uh, under the taper limits, moves the revenue over there. And uh, it creates a new administrative bureaucracy. And this bureaucracy, first of all, has an administrator. Uh, the administrator may be selected uh, through, through the Office of Economic Development. So the bureaucracy is in the Office of Economic Development, which is a pick, uh, group that picks winners and losers. Uh, but they will select an administrator. Now tell me about this. You, you want to apply for this. It says, <clears throat> says the Office of Economic Development with, uh, may select this administrator without a transparent competitive procurement process. That sounds fair. Yeah. However, the selection will be announced uh, in a public meeting with at least 72 hours notice. That all? Yeah. So no competitive process. Talk about cronyism. And this Prop 123 uh, would be government grants to different local governments for, a hort, for, uh, for affordable housing uh, projects. And most of that, they're going to try to put people into rental units. Maybe there might be some down payment assistance, but there's always guardrails right. around that. Um, but pushing people into apartments instead of home ownership. And I think we want to expand home ownership across the spectrum yes. instead of pushing people into apartments because the apartment owners get rich. Agreed. And we had we had some guests we, on last, last week. week they pointed same out same some thing. very alarming yep. statistics. I guess you know not terribly long ago, about forty percent of the houses that were being built out here were considered starter homes, so right. under fourteen hundred mm -hmm. square feet. And now we're down to nine percent of the homes being built here being under fourteen hundred square feet. And think of what you know it, it's all cost per square foot. So if we we were to have more homes in the neighborhood of forty percent of them. Um, being starter homes, think about what that does to the housing prices for everybody and affordability. Mm -hmm. Right. You know? uh, so and it's, and Anthony, and the point is, it's public policy that's preventing this. It's public policy. And uh, also, there's open space stuff. There's yep. less land yep. for people's homes. And we want people to have homes. But this is, this is the thing about it that is just remarkable, is ultimately, uh, if, if these municipalities take part in this, it says that... Um, that they have to, uh, well, first of all, it fast tracks those projects instead of these other 
private pro projects, but it requires local governments to commit to increasing the number of uh, subsidized housing units by 3% annually. <laughs> Just think about what that, how that works out in the future. There will be no home ownership if, so, if you so, play that out. Okay. I guess. Oh, man. I have a question for you. So we're going to go to break. Five, you need five, two six, hours. KLZ. I'm a United Ready Rocco. We will be back. You're listening to 560 KLZ, your home station. Hi, this is Adam Holtz, and you're listening to Plugged In. Dear God, my first request was for my son, Paul. He's stubborn as a mule. Why you gotta go and make me feel bad? Why you gotta eavesdrop? The new Christian movie, Paul's Promise, now streaming on PureFlix, asks, how do we trust God with our suffering? The story is set in North Little Rock, Arkansas, during the Civil Rights era. There, an elderly woman named Minnie Holderfield is dying of cancer. Meanwhile, her grown son, Paul, struggles to make sense of the pain his faithful Christian mother has endured. Paul's Promise deals with some of life's biggest issues, faith, disappointment, addiction, and forgiveness. An important subplot also addresses racial tension. But none of those complex issues ever stray beyond this pick's PG rating. So we're giving Paul's Promise a 4 out of 5 for family friendliness. Read the full review at PluggedIn.com slash radio. I'm Adam Holtz for Focus on the Family's Plugged In Movie Review. Are you seeing the stock market in the news every day and feel a little lost? You don't have to be. Tune in to Investing and Trading Live, sponsored by Online Trading Academy, to discover proven stock market strategies right here on KLZ 560, Fridays from noon to 1. 97-year-old World War II veteran Don Morrison was born in Lyman, Colorado. Don still goes to work every day at his business in Lyman. On the next America's Veteran Stories with Kim Munson, Don shares his story. He reported for duty to the Army Air Corps in 1943. It broke his heart when he could not become a pilot, so he became a gunner with the B-17 crew. Don shares stories regarding his 13 combat missions. That's Sunday, 3 to 4 p.m. right here on KLZ 560 and KLZ 100.7 FM. Hi, it's the KLZ. I mean, Uniters, Reggie Rocco. I got the Kim McGrady in here, Anthony, my boy Anthony, and Luke. Luke, you know what's up, buddy? Wow, uh, very, very uh, informative. Uh, I, I love it when Kim, you know, Kim McGrady. She pretty much puts it down how it's supposed to be. So, um, you were talking about affordable housing and subsidized housing, mm -hmm. but every time you say subsidized or affordable, you could do the quote-unquote sign. So what's the difference to you in affordable versus subsidized? Well, affordable would mean that people, individuals, could afford that house themselves. Subsidized housing means government comes in. When government comes in with anything, what government giveth, gov government can take it take away. Take it away. And, uh, and then people don't have the opportunity to... Uh, own homes, create wealth. That's been one of the great ways for people to create wealth in America with the middle class is being able to own their own home. This is an assault on property rights. And in the World Economic Forum, when they say by 2030 you will own nothing, you'll be happy about it, it's through taxation and inflation. And that's, uh, that's one of the reasons 
why I'm so concerned. And this, then this plays out then to push people into high density, put us in boxes and make us drive up and down or ride uh, up and down quarter on a train or a right. bus or walk. And meanwhile, the cities can opt out. So, you know, Highlands Ranch, there's all, all sorts of cities that are just going to be like, no, we're not playing nope. games not, here yep. and we're going to keep our place, you know, yeah. sprawling and yeah. beautiful with our mansions everywhere and to hell so, with you guys. So what's up with this liquor? This liquor, man. What's up with this liquor, this alcohol? Okay. Next thing. And just uh, just a note, and in Prop 123, there's that whole thing about the cronyism, you know. The, yep. da, 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 da. Yep. Okay. There's three questions regarding uh, alcohol. Big money's coming in to uh, influence people on this. Initially, Reggie Anthony, I looked at this um, opening up. Uh, there's a limit uh, that an individual can have three liquor stores in Colorado. And initially I looked at it, I'm like, oh, this would be a great idea. I think that we should open this up. But guess what? It is big, big business that's coming in and is backing this. In fact, uh, there is uh, the owners of Total Wine and Liquor. Uh, there are a couple of brothers back east, I think, in Maryland, and one of them is a congressman from, from Maryland. And in essence, I had uh, the guy on from uh, Lucas Liquors, which is an, an independent business, mm-hmm. and he said what ultimately will happen is that your independence will either be gobbled up or go out of business, and then these entities will have a corner on the liquor market, and costs will go up and, and choice will go down for the consumer. And that's how that will play out in the future. And we've seen that play out in all sorts of different scenarios. Healthcare. Yeah, exactly. Hey, Luke, go ahead, man. Yeah, what? I was just going to say, we talked about this on, on Frank Town's show a bit. And it's one of those things that sounds really good in theory until you realize it's exactly what big box stores like Walmart have done in other places and other countries where Walmart comes in, for example... Uh, and they keep their prices real low, uh, so low that everyone avoids the mom and pop shops because you can't beat Walmart's prices. All the mom and pop shops go out of business. What does Walmart do? Ah, they're the only one around now. Looks who's going to raise a uh, look who's going to raise some prices up, and it's a it's a real nasty business. So right now their prices are cheaper because I went into Sam's Club, Walmart, and the liquor was cheaper. So if that happens, you're saying they're, that they're laying low and then pretty soon they're going to get rid of the little guy and then raise the prices? I'm well, just once there's th- no competition in the market, that's inevitable. Wow. Well, hey, uh, we're going to get to um, Evelyn Zur. Pat- patch Mrs. Zur in. Hello, Evie, are you there? Yep, I'm here. Powerful program today. Really good. Thank you, Kim. You really did a job on those amendments. Thank I'm you. voting no on everything except Amendment D and 121 Proposition. Yay! Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to be, thank you, uh, Casper, for the Aurora November 2nd. I'll be there. I really weighed in to talk about O'Day. And I'm with Kim uh, on voting for this guy, although I have to hold my nose. Uh, <laughs> Trump has uh, asked us to vote for ours only. And, uh, and because uh, that of, of needing to have the numbers in Congress, I'm going to do that. But the Bible also tells us to pray for our leaders in authority. So as a cheerleader for Colorado Praise, um, that uh, we, we pray for a wall of prayer for Colorado, I'm going to be all over O'Day like a fly on flypaper with both <laughs> prayers and feedback concerning his issues. So um, I think that um, that that is the the most the best way to go. Even though it it's uh, it's, it's hard to do, it's hard to do. Uh, also, I wanted to uh, weigh in on the uh, home ownership. Kim is really on 
on target with that. Uh, home ownership is absolutely critical for a quality community. And um, Smith Young and I spent five years with affirmatively furthering fair housing, the 355 new rules that were weaponized, uh, that program by Obama. And we, we worked with our commissioners to, to give them feedback on the detrimental um, strings that were attached to this program. So, Reggie, you, we, could do a whole, we could do a whole program just on that. But uh, the movement to move people out of home ownership and into rental is a wrong movement. We need to, as uh, was it Anthony said, we need to be building basic uh, starter homes uh, so that people can afford these homes, afford it unless they have parents that help them. So, and it's public uh, policy that's causing this, heavy. It's public policy that's causing it by design. Absolutely, uh, absolutely, I know it. And 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 as far as getting rid of the damn regulations. I was a general contractor for building my home, and I was face-to-face with regulations, and this was back in 1995. They're worse now. So uh, I understand what, it, uh, what, what is a hampering to uh, having affordable homes, and we need to, we need to correct that situation. Well, thank, well, 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 I, we, agree, that. we agree 100%. Um, we, well, thank you for, for calling in. Uh, you know, I know you listen every week, and make sure you call back next week. And uh, we we love you. Thanks for calling. Okay. Whew, man, it's a lot, lot of info. You know, um, I think Kim has one more. Let's go to one twenty-six. We got a minute. We got a minute. Uh, one twenty-six again on all these alcohol issues. This is the delivery of third uh, third-party uh, alcohol be- beverages. I like the idea. I thought, oh, I I uh, order. Um, Italian food, how about some wine as well? But uh, again, alcohol has been a controlled substance. This now makes your uh, DoorDash driver, whoever, they're the ones that have to uh, check the IDs, and um, there's really no accountability on it. But big money's coming in on this, and it, once again, uh, I'm a no on that. So you can get all that at my website, KimMunson.com. Oh, is there, can you still order liquor to go? With, from the COVID policies? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Did they keep that going? In the gr- no idea. I don't know. <laughs> look at how I wish we had time to look it up. <laughs> you know how I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a drinker, so I don't order them. I don't know. Well, yeah, you can go to the sports bar and get a to-go cup. Uh, I won't say that it was me. Just say maybe I witnessed it. But that's kind of dangerous, though, you know, getting alcohol to go and then you're driving. I mean, like, if you're an alcoholic or you drink, that's not good to drink and drive. But, no, you know. that's And that's not what we're saying. No, no, I know. Exactly. I always got to put that kind of twist in. But, look, we are about to get out of here. And you know how we count this down when it's over? Three, two, one. And we out of here. Yeah. All right, y'all. It's that time. We out of here. Listening to KLC 560 AM. I'm a United Reggie Bravo. Yeah, it's fun. We will tackle the issues. We will unite the country every week, every Friday morning from 9 AM to 10 AM. It's about love, y'all. Have a wonderful morning and a great day. Yeah, we uniters. Yeah, we uniters. Yeah. That's right, Colorado. 
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.